Hello everyone, welcome to my podcast. I am your host, Medusa Asada. I'm here to give Aquarius a general reading. Keep in mind, Aquarius, this is a general reading, so it may or may not resonate with you. And also, this reading will be timeless, so we'll be pulling energies from the past, present, and future, so just take it however it resonates, only if it resonates. Aquarius, if you're interested to see what the cards have in store for you, then definitely stay tuned. Okay, Aquarius, so upon pulling you guys' dice, um, you guys had Neptune in 6th sixth, sixth house. Okay, so Neptune is connected to Pisces in 12th house. And that's all about illusions. Okay, delusions. Okay, uh, spiritual, spiritual needs, lessons. Okay, mental health. And unhealthy coping mechanisms. Okay. Sixth house is connected to Virgo, and that deals with health, habits, work, okay, routines, change, responsibilities, and sustainabilities. And it could also be hobbies there as well. Okay, we're going to keep it simple because I've been out for a while. I was sick. And so um, we're back, and we're taking it easy, okay? Um, but you guys know how I feel about you all Aquarius out there. So, you know, I'm going to do my best for you guys and... And I'm sorry I've been gone for so long. Whew. So let's get started. Let's see. We're going to be using the um, modern, modern Witch Tower deck. All right. And we're just going to just get right on into pulling the, um, pulling the cards. Right. Straight to the reading. So let's see what we got for you guys. Aquarius. Let us know. Let us know. How can we help Aquarius? What's the messages for Aquarius coming through? Two is two of cups. Okay, so you might think, oh, two of cups, relationship. Not necessarily. A uh, six house, like I said, can be dealing with like you know the things that we are um, interactive with, right? So like the you know work. Okay, um, the things that we're doing, like you know what I'm saying. And so, also to this Two of Cups is very much things that we are in connection with and union with, right? So, it doesn't necessarily have to be relationships. If you want to take it that way, then be that as it may, okay? But um, being that the Neptune energy um, came through with the Astrodice, we're doing it with a little bit of a spin, okay? So, this is the kind of habits that we do, right, where, um, where it's not necessarily when we're in our right like, when we're not our best selves, when we're at our most insecure, when we're at our most um, self-sabotaging or prone uh, to uh, perceive things from a disastrous standpoint, it's like when that energy comes about, how we, how we act, what we do, the choices we make, okay, the things we get involved in, okay? And so for some, it could be this energy, right, with this nine of, of pentacles in the reverse. I mean, in, at the bottom of the deck, I'm sorry. So the nine of pentacles at the bottom of the deck, this is the road to success, right? And, and the success is whatever it is that we deem success, right? So for some, it could be financial stability, right? Financial success, financial abundance, right? For some, is this energy of peace of mind, comfortability, Okay, um, for some, it could be being in a position of, of, of authority, being in a position of power, being in a position of, of wealth, health as well, 
okay? So let's see. Ace of Swords coming through, Knight of Wands. So there is a little bit of a doom and gloom, right? It's the kind of perception that we perceive things from a negative standpoint. What do I mean, right? <laughs> it's just beginning something or starting something or embarking in something or experiencing something automatically feeling like this is doomed for failure. So it's like looking out for failure or looking out to kind of like um, putting in all your hard work, all your effort just to just to um, have a hard ending. Right. Um, it's kind of like when warriors or soldiers or something like that, they go into the battlefield knowing that or, or feeling as if like there is there is the there is the chance that they're not going to make it out kind of thing, right? And so it's this energy of, for some, right, let's remove ourselves from that example, but just more so like extracting the feeling is what I'm trying to get, right? But it's having that feeling and carrying that when we are doing things, right? So it's like, oh, I'm going to start a podcast, Right. Or I'm going to start a channel or I'm going to like, you know, start a business or I'm going to start school and just preparing for the worst. You know what I'm saying? And it's difficult, right? Because it's like, well, yes, some things just don't work out, but it's like it's it, it sucks out the fun. It sucks out the adventure. It sucks out the the just stressless, just being able to experience the experience just for experience sake, right? It takes out the ability to do that because it's like um, our minds are already set. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I'm going to do this, but it's like, you know, it might not work out. <laughs> We're just like, true. But then it's like, equally it might work out. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, why not give that much energy to that as well? You know what I'm saying? Or just say, you know, it's okay to just kind of feel like things are going to work out and that's okay. You know what I'm saying? But I feel like here with the Ace of Swords is being able to step up to the challenge, but just feeling as if a person isn't worthy, right? It's like a kind of like when a person like a like a son or daughter that knows that this is their throne, right? But they go through situations or circumstances where it takes it puts them off their throne, but it's like how do I say this? They take the role of the Cinderella and and that that role becomes who they are, right? And it takes divine intervention to come through by way of like fairy godmother or whatever to say like, hey, you will go to the ball, put them clothes down, <laughs> you know, like stop sweeping the floor, right? Leave the, the cinders alone and get washed up, wash up 
get dressed and go to the dang ball. Like if you need a bigger sign, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like everyone is deserving. Everyone is deserving of a chance. Everyone is deserving of a time. But it's so easy to look at other people and see their glow up and see their growth and say like, you know, like I'm happy for them, right? While you still holding on to the broomstick, right? You know, with cinder, you know, cinder dust on your cheeks and, and on your clothes and stuff like that. You're just like, oh, what was me? You know, like, and then just singing about being a part of the world. I know I'm getting really Disney-esque ask or whatever the case may be but like it's really feeling that way the the amount of hopefulness is very much where like that's that's fairy tale right but it's like when it comes down to other people it's like you wish and you hope for the best right not to say that there is no jealousy or whatever the case may be but it's this energy here where it's like it looks good it looks good on them but it's like like this this just doesn't make me look nice I don't look good in this dress. I'm not going to, I'm not going to look the part at the ball. I'm not going to, you know, like I don't look, success doesn't look good on me, but it's like, but a person is still sitting by their window, you know, singing about the boy next door, right? Singing about, you know, somewhere over the rainbow or whatever, you know what I'm saying? And so, yes, let's see here. What's the challenge? The challenge here is the hermit. Yeah, you're stuck in the house. You're stuck in the in in, in the in the basement. You you are stuck in the attic. You know what I'm saying? And it's the kind of thing where people get trapped there, but it's like they some people they just lose their fighting spirit. They don't know how to. They don't have the 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 fighting spirit enough to break out. You know what I'm saying? Um, and the nine of wands here. And like we could say like, but the nine of wands is here. So th there is a, there, that signifies that, right? But what I, when I'm looking at this nine of wands, it's very much wearing victimhood on their sleeves, right? It's very much being a product of their environment and, and that just be that, you know what I'm saying? And so the fighting spirit is only being utilized to continue to perpetuate or continue to uplift and uphold right? The environment that is keeping a person stagnant. Okay. And so there is this need to cut ties with the relationships that we have with ourselves that keeps us in this never ending entanglement of, 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 of a life of disaster, right? Of a life of unfulfillment, right? Of mundaneness. Okay. Um, the hermit in the challenge really feels like a person is very much, um, stuck, right? In an enclosed kind of space, whether that be literal, right? Or mentally, okay? Emotionally, it feels very much confined in that sense, isolated in that sense. And it's the kind of feeling I feel where it takes a person out from being able to play the game. You know what I'm saying? So it's, it's the, you know, the quote that I'm hearing is like, don't be afraid of, you know, 
what do you call it? What is that quote? I don't really remember. Something about striking out or something like that. But it's the kind of feeling where it's just like, you don't even want to play. You don't even want to enter the field. So you're just going to stay on the sidelines and, and just, and, and, and cheer for the team and hope the team wins. You know what I'm saying? It's this fear of, of losing. It's this feeling of failure. It's this feeling of even participating. What if you do win? You know, what if you get that home run? What if you get to where you've been wanting to go all along, right? Like, it's there's fear in that even. Okay, Virgo energy coming through with this hermit. Overcoming it is the page of pentacles. So the page of pentacles, uh, Capricorn energy coming through. It's, 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 it's settling, I feel, with this page of pentacles. It's settling for the... The, the 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 crumbs it's settling for the smallness right the small crumbs that life has to offer and and justifying that 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 this is okay right because it's like oh you know there's other people that have millions of dollars they have all this money you know what I'm saying and and they're have they're they're living their lives the way that they want to live but, you know, it's not meant for everybody. So at least I have a roof over my head. At least I have, I'm, I'm collecting coins. At least I have food. At least I have this. You know what I'm saying? And it's justifying why I should be content and why that should be good enough for me. Right? You know? And that's the energy that I'm getting here with that. And there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that, but I feel like there is a part of a person that wants to try, right? Wants it to give it a good try, but it's like not going to do it. And this, this, that feeling comes with this Ace of Swords, I feel. Okay, so foundation here. We have Strength, Leo Energy, Seven of Swords, the Tower, Scorpio Energy, Four of Wands. So, so what, what I feel when it comes down to this particular situation here, okay, let me get a feel for this. So I feel when I, I feel like when it comes down to this particular situation, Hmm. It's really interesting. I feel like with the seven of swords, whether this is an external person or but it feels like I feel like or maybe this is more so about pride and ego. I feel like there's something that's here that's kind of separate, kind of kind of connected here that kind of sets things a bit ablaze, okay? And this is acting a little bit destructive in a sense. So it could be this energy of self-destructing, okay? But 
this could be ego, you know, working here. Okay. It's very much selfish. It's very much inconsiderate in that sense. It's very much in control here. Um, it's very much giving, not wanting to cooperate here. And so, like, how can I, so, how can I put this into an example? So, okay, so I would say, like, an example here, right? A person say, says that they want to eat healthier or work out or whatever the case may be, right? They say, you know what? I'm going to change today. Today is the day I'm going to change. The ego is very much about comfort, right? Any change that creates a discomfort, right, a dis-ease, um, there is this need to kind of sabotage or kind of like have a tantrum or whatever the case may be. Because when we're at our most comf comfort, right, when we're feeling, when we're in that state of comfort, we feel like we're living and we're thriving, right? So it doesn't matter how routine or how mundane it gets. As long as that continues, then our ego is, you know, it feels satisfied, right? When a person wants to change their lives, right, if there's this desire to change their lives for the better, right, if there's a part of a person that says here, you know, I want to aspire to um, do something, okay, there is something that comes about that makes us feel like whatever it is that we're trying to change or shift into, it seems as if it's a disaster, but it's like, how do you, what do you call that? <laughs> and Clueless, she says, is a total, it's like a, I don't know if it's Monet, the, 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 the actual word, but it, 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 it's like an illusion. You know what I'm saying? It's a kind of like when you're like in a Sahara desert or something like that, and then you see like water, like there's like a mirage type of thing, and then it's like water. Then you run to there, and then there's no water. That's that Neptune energy that I'm getting here that kind of pick, puts out a projection of a particular image or scenery, but beyond that scenery, right, is, is something more pleasant than meets the eye, you know? And so sometimes a person might look at that and say, okay, this is not great. So I'm just going to head some, I'm just going to keep going, or I'm just not going to go there at all. And then there are the brave ones, right? Who says, you know what? I'm going to keep, I'm going to move past it and I'm going to see what's beyond this image, right? And so sometimes we're given an, an image, right? So say, for instance, I don't know. Okay, so say the fairy godmother comes and says, you know, go to that party on, you know, at Emerald City, head there. You know what I'm saying? That's where it's at. 
this is where you need to be. Even though that person, even though that, that, that figure comes into your life and tells you it's, it's not that easy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like sometimes people say, Oh, I wish life came with instructions or I wish babies come with instructions. It's, it's still not that easy because living in the real world and in real time and, and making those step-by-step, you know, progresses, right? When we're met with obstacles and situations, these things are spirit killers. You know what I'm saying? They, they, they kill your spirit <laughs> and little and, and small and, and little by, depending on how traumatizing it is and depending on how sensitive a person is, that that sphere of deplete being depleted of your spirit your inner spirit it's like i don't want to keep going because what if you know by the end of this journey i'm just like it's i'm there's no spirit left in me you know what i'm saying and so there is an initial situation that has taken place in the beginning that kind of hit a person and hit it, hit them hard, hard enough that they don't ever want to go back out there and finish the game. (laughs) Okay. Is the energy I'm getting here. They don't want to finish the game because whatever it is that they experience has, they, you know, they hit, they fell on their behind so hard. They don't ever want to come close or even, have get an inkling, you know, (laughs) of that pain, right. Of that perceived pain ever again. And so it's this energy where it's just like, it becomes a phobia for some, where it's like, nah, I I can't do it. I can't. But even if they try, it's like, they can only get us so far. Right. Even, you know, it's like, Oh, I don't like you. I don't like your videos. I don't like your voice. I don't like the way you talk. All right. You know what? I'm out. Pack. Let's pack it up. We're done. All the microphones I done bought, all the money I invested in to, to make this a thing. Someone said that they don't like it. All right, I'm done. I guess I'm out for the count. You know what I'm saying? But it's like, that's just in the beginning. You know what I'm saying? It's just in the beginning. When Dorothy realized that it was just another man behind the veil, behind the curtain or, you know, behind the mask, depending on what movie you watched. She felt like, dang, I'm never going home. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? And then the, I think, Witch of the North, Glinda, Miss One. No, not Miss One, Glinda, the good witch. Um, She comes and she tells her, like, you could have been, you know, you could have been home all along. You just had to click your heels three times, right? and believe. (laughs) But like I said, it's easier said than done. You know, it's easier said than done. And it makes life not so fun. You know what I'm saying? Imagine if she told her from the very beginning, just click your heels three times and believe that you can go home. Right. Imagine how that story would have went out for Dorothy. You know what I'm saying? She wouldn't have never really got the true transformation that she needed. Right. So sometimes striking out Sometimes falling on your behind, sometimes falling, just period, failing, right? It's necessary because it's building character, you know what I'm saying? And we're living in a world where 
we're living in a world where things can happen so fast to a person or to a lot of people that the slow moving, the long journeys, uh, it seems at this point unnecessary, right? How, like, why is this necessary that some people can fast track to, a, you know, a, a position, right? And then some people have to slow track. And when we're being overly saturated with, you know, social media and influencers and, you know, stars, right? Whether that be, you know, in the movies or in reality TV, right, or TV shows or politics or royalty or, you know, it's like, it, it, you name it, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, it's all around us. It, 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 it takes away from the validity and the necessary, the, the necessariness, if that's even a word, I, you know, I don't know, I doubt it. Um, the necessariness of, of really going on that true character transformation journey. Like it almost seems like it's just not worth it. You know, like what is it all for? And all the great stories with all the good, good ones, the good characters, they go through a lot. You know what I'm saying? Um, to get to where they're, they're meant to be. Um, and even though they may doubt themselves or they may fear what's to come or they may feel like they're not up to up, you know, f to the task or up to the part. We have to keep in mind that in these stories, they, 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 they go, they go to the ball, they leave the castle, they go on the adventure they go into the forest, right? They go through the woods, over the hills. <laughs> you know, they, they do it, right? Because they understand, there's a part of them that understands that it's necessary. And although in those books it's more so necessary for the world at large, it's necessary for your personal world, right? For your personal reality, because once we're able to wield that sword of the Ace of Swords, right, we're able to feel worthy to to live our lives, our own personal lives. Isn't that crazy? The things that we want, the things that we desire, right? It's like we don't even feel like we deserve. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And it and and it's crazy how you know in a lot of ways it can really stop us from being able to to have act to gain access to it it's like having a party it's like hosting a party and you are and then you're the bouncer and then you're telling yourself you don't have you don't have the skills you don't have the reputation you don't have you don't you're not that you're not that it girl you're not that guy to to, to get into the party like you see how crazy that sounds like this is my part i created this party this is my party and i'm the bouncer and i'm telling me i'm i can't get in <laughs> Right. So you force yourself to stand outside the club. And so to me, I feel like the seven of swords is very much like devious in the sense that 
um, we we want to create we want to create upheaval. We want to create a disaster. Uh, we so that we can can convince ourselves that it's not worth it, you know. Um, so that we don't do it, because we're very much in that comfortable state of mundaneness, right? And so, yeah. Let's see the past. We have the fool. Okay. Ten of swords. Nine of Cups. So yeah, that's pretty much what I said, right? When we allow the mundaneness of our circumstances, like, like we kind of convince ourselves that this is, you know, we're truly happy where we're at, right? Everything is fine, right? <laughs> it's like, yeah. I do feel for some, stay off of social media if you can. I know it's really hard these days, right? But like, you know, sometimes like it can really create that comparison can really create, like it's like a recipe for disaster, right? We're constantly comparing ourselves to people in, in, at, you know, in the position where they're at now, right? Especially if you don't have enough patience to go back to the very beginning to see where they started and how they got to where they got to. Sometimes we just kind of want to look at the, you know, the first few videos, you know, the recent ones, or look at the first few pictures or whatever, you know, the recent pictures or whatever the case may be. And we just automatically think like, oh, like this is where they're at. I'll never get to that point. Right. But it's like, yeah, like it's hard. Sometimes they got like 3000, 4000 pictures. Dang. But it's like all these years, right. That kind of like are still pictures of the pr progress that they personally made. Right. Some people don't have the, the time to just want to continue to scroll, 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 scroll from the beginning. Right. It's like how, you know, these pictures are so beautiful. They took, they look so nice. It looks so professional. Right. But then when you go down to the 2000 and I don't know, 12, 13, 14, you know, when, when Instagram had those like regular filters, <laughs> right. And it was just like those selfies, like in your, in, in your, in your room, in your parents' house or whatever. Right. Like, it's like, times have changed people have people have done and that's the thing too sometimes like it doesn't even matter those things don't even matter just stay off social media for some if, if you can help it just stay off and um because that is in in some ways a coping mechanism too that is a little bit unhealthy right because it kind of has a person start to get into the habit of living vicariously through other people right and and through other people's success that we are no longer navigating in our own personal lives let's see let's see and it's also too like it inspires a person to kind of like fantasize right like oh like you know if i if i if I start doing this, you know, like how this person is doing, then I, I, I can be, you know, happy too. Right. And it's like, this is not something that you really truly want. And then this will really mess you up when you start to realize <laughs> when you start to realize like, Oh wow, I'm actually living someone else's life. 
I, now I wonder why it's not working out for me because this is not where I'm supposed to be. You know, like that could be a thing too. All right, in the heart space in the upside down, we have the three of wands and then the world in the reverse. And so I feel like when it comes down to this particular situation, this is connected to the, um, this is connected to the challenge, which is the hermit. So I feel like this is giving very much like upside down. And I, I know I keep saying it's giving very much. I'm sorry. But um, this feels like being stuck in the upside down kind of thing, right? And um, to me, the upside down really just kind of comes across as like, the darkness, right? The shadows. Um, it's, it's the place that takes you away from, um, the place where all the other humans live kind of thing, right? And coexist. It does feel a bit detached from this reality. Um, it feels very much, in a sense, disconnected. Okay. Next to this Three of Wands, it's really weird because in that, in that place, right, where we are at mentally, in that place, we're waiting for something to come, for something to blossom, for something to, to show up. There's nothing there. Like it, like, have you ever been in a dream and you were running and you think you're running fast, but you're not running at all. <laughs> like it feels like that. It, it really feels dream like very much dream like. And it's like nothing necessarily can get done there, especially if you don't know how to, to be in control of, like be aware, you know, like up in your dreams. Like it really feels like things are just kind of happening. And it's like the only thing you can do is just perceive, right? And react. And so I feel like, It, 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 it kind of feels like that. And so what does this mean? Like in a sense of just how we kind of go about in our regular lives. I feel like this can be translated in a sense where it's like life just kind of happens, um, with or without your input, you know? Um, it's the kind of like, have you ever seen those like Spike Lee, um, the Spike Lee uh, shots where their um, actor or actress is, it feels like they're like kind of gliding. <laughs> like it feels like that. It feels like you're just kind of like gliding through life kind of thing. You're not making your own, you're not taking your own steps. Right? You're not taking your own steps. You're not making your own moves. You're not participating. And then it's like, no wonder you're waiting for something and it's not showing up. 
yeah, it's kind of like, you know, when you're waiting on a significant other or, you know, a significant figure in your life to come back home, but you're not calling them. You're not, you're not going to see them. And then you, when they don't show up, there's this sadness that takes place or, you know, there's this mindset that happens where it's just like, oh, like they always leave or, you know, I, I never, I never, you know, allow my hope to get up to, you know, my hopes to get up too high, right? Because they're always going to leave or they'll never come back or whatever the case may be. I don't ever put, you know, my, my hope in humanity. I don't put my hope in no man, no woman or whatever, right? Let's see. Heart space in the upright. Queen of Cups, so Cancer Energy. Six of Pentacles. So I feel like when it comes down to the heart space in the upright, there's this need to offer to yourself. What is that exactly? Queen of Cups, really, it's about love. It's about compassion. It's about the nurturing. It's about the healing. It's about bringing forth the understanding. It's the kind of relationship we have with ourselves, right? Where we feel like we're being heard and we feel like we are doing the necessary things and taking the necessary steps that we need in order to overcome the pain, the grief, the sadness, the guilt, the resentment, the regret, the failures, the all of that stuff, and then some, right? And it's also to the the need to tell our, tell ourselves that it's okay to believe in the impossible, to believe that whatever our hearts desires, we are capable of receiving right and it's not the kind of thing where it's like you're exercising and you think you're being you're you know a coach you know by saying like get your behind up get your lazy self up get your you know like when you mess up are oh, you you know you're you good for nothing person or whatever like th that's not what that is <laughs> You know what I'm saying? That's not what that is. The Queen of Cups is more so more so patient in that sense, more so understanding in that sense. But it's the kind of it's the kind of authority where it's like it's either you take it or leave it. You know what I'm saying? It's here, but either you take it or leave it. Either you want to see what's in the cup or you don't. Either you want to drink from the cup or or, or you or or not. You know what I'm saying? But it's here if you want it. So let's see. Future. What's going on in this future? Nine of Pentacles. I think I've seen this before, earlier. Two of Pentacles. 
Ten of Wands. Two of Swords. Queen of Pentacles in the reverse. So Virgo, we come back to the Virgo energy here. And so, this is really interesting. <laughs> this is really interesting. Now, I'm not saying that this is the advice portion, but what it seems to me, it seems like a person who has a set of green greenery in their lawn, they look across the street at something that's different here with this nine of pentacles, two of pentacles, and they sought after, they covet that, okay? They convinced themselves even with this Ten of Wands and this Two of Swords that this is something that they need, that this is something that is necessary for them and for their success and or whatever. They've convinced themselves that that kind of change is necessary for them to receive and they're even willing to say, maybe if we just work harder, maybe if we just bear the brunt, Maybe if we just do the dirty work, pay our dues, whatever, right? Go through the trenches. Maybe if we do these things, we will realize, right? Like, you know, we will, you know, we will meet our godmother or we will, um, we will make it to the promised land, make it to Emerald City, right? But then we're met with the queen of pentacles in the reverse, and so to me, what this says here is that this is, this is not the road, right? This is not the yellow brick road that you're, that you're, that you're heading to, or you think that that's, you know, that's where you, what you're supposed to do. Um, for some, now, like I said before, this ain't, this isn't the, uh, this isn't the, um, advice portion okay but it, it, it does kind of feel right when a person is moving from the nine of pentacles into the queen of pentacles in the upside down I mean in the reverse a person is l letting go of and looking for something better right but they had it all along which is really interesting so it's kind of like the, what you have is good enough, right? But someone, it, a person, like they, they've convinced themselves that, the, that a change is needed and they're willing to go through whatever they need to go through in order to obtain that change. That's really interesting. But anyways, that's just the energies here. We're going to take a little bit of a break and then we'll get the advice from spirit. All right, so using the Cosmic Creatures deck, actually, actually, I kind of want to use another deck, actually. So let me, let me, let me get it. Okay, 
so let's see just try and find it I know I seem I probably sound far away I'm just um because while I was shuffling I just had another idea come through so I just want to kind of respect that so we're gonna we're actually gonna switch up we're gonna use the wild unknown archetypes deck so let's see what is the advice for Aquarius what is the advice for Aquarius pertaining to this reading what is the advice for Aquarius okay Okay, so let's see here. The first thing that came out was the unseen. So let's see. Let's see. Um, okay, so, oh wait, were we talking about the spirit before? That's interesting. So anyways, so it says here the unseen, the spirit, the ancestor, the, the eternal. So the unseen is just as it sounds. We cannot see it, yet it sees us watching and waiting with wisdom, both kind and, and instructive. We feel this presence, sense it, intuit it, and then doubt is existence. Though it rallies our attention time and time again, the energy of the unseen may come in many forms. A compelling dream, a sudden insight, a clear voice, a vision or message from a loved one who has passed to the other side. It is natural to fear these communications as they challenge our perception of what is real. When this card appears, your guides are near. The eternal is present. The doorway between worlds is ajar. Listen. The sounds may seem as though they come from a distant land, but they call from your innermost chambers. So it says, when in light, it's clairvoyant, guidance, whispers of wisdom. When it's in dark, it's is dark, looming energy, unwillingness to forgive. Okay, it says here, being graced by the unseen is a gift. Treat it kindly. Allow yourself to be seen by eternal eyes. It says, guidance comes in many forms. Don't expect it to be glittery or comfortable. The spirit world speaks the truth sometimes it soothes and sometimes it burns. Okay, and then lastly we have um, a gape. So let's take a look. Just gotta find it. Okay, we have it here. So it says a gape. So devotion and unconditional love. What if instead of putting yourself at the center of your spiritual practice, you put God, goddess, or nature at the center? How would this change your approach? Such is the energy of a gape. It is alive we, when we are in awe and wonder, and our breath taken away by the sacred force that surrounds us and asks for nothing in return. This card can indicate a spiritual in, in initiation that, straight, that stretches your capacity to love and serve. You sense the earthly as the heavenly and vice versa, such as initiatory such an initiatory moment can appear in any form 
and like a healing balm to the modern soul, its, effect, its effects last a lifetime. The agape card may also suggest you reassess what you worship every day, consciously or unconsciously. What are you elevating? Where does the sacred ladder you climb ultimately lead you? So when it light, it's at service, is reverence, it's honor, and it's joy. When in dark, it is spiritual bypassing, it is righteousness. Okay. So it says here, agape can also be felt as an overwhelming love of family, partner, community, Recognize it by a deep swell of gratitude. Okay. So it says the Greek word agape informs the English word agape. To have the mouth agape is to be awestruck by something of breathtaking delight. We are made humble once again. Okay. I know that was kind of like old butchy or whatever the case may be, but like, like I said, I've been out of the game for some time. Okay, and it's two it's two o'clock in the morning. Okay, so forgive me. <laughs> All right, but I hope the message was clear. Um, let's get a crystal slash gemstone card for you guys. All right, so we have here sapphire. So royalty, wisdom, and knowledge. So fairness rules the kingdom when sapphire wears the crown. Sapphire wields its power through kindness and wise judgment bringing good luck and fortune to, to those who wear it. A gem with a regal presence throughout history, Sapphire is considered to be sacred, representing celestial hope and faith, known as the Stone of Wisdom. Sapphire enhances focus, concentration, and learning abilities. Sapphire activates the third eye and throat chakras, guiding you towards knowledge beyond the stratosphere. So Virgo, Libra, Sagittarius, Moon, and Saturn. And then... Let's get, let's get a, what do I want to do? Um, okay. Someone's telling me to get some charms. We'll see, but let's close this off with a self-care card. It says here, power. The ability to suck it up is not a superpower. Saying no is own your power. Oh, wow. Okay, happiness. We, we have here, your thinking will either make your happiness or take your happiness. You choose. Oh, goodness. Come through. Come through with the self-care cards. Yeah, sometimes it's okay to say no. We have love here. It says love people. Love them with all your heart. Just be sure to love yourself first. Okay. And then we also have here ease. Today I allow life to be easy. Okay. I'm going to do this. Because, you know, I'm, you know, just, it's coming through. And, you know, I've been gone for some time. So I do want to, you know. I do want to do it. So let's see what we have for you guys. Aquarius. Yep. Okay. <laughs> That's really interesting. So we do have the charm of love. We do have the um, uh, delicious looking uh, strawberry frosted donut here. We have the snail. Okay. We also have the five pointed star. And then we also have, um, what is this? 
This is the solar plexus. That is so interesting. Okay, so the solar plexus deals with energy, vitality, willpower, desire. I know I said that word um, in this reading. And personal authority. Um, when it's excessive, it's dominating and controlling. It's aggressive and it's scattered. When it's deficient, it's, it's poor self-esteem. It's passive. When it's balanced, it's vitality. It's strength of will. It's the recogni recognition of purpose. And the ownership of self-esteem okay so let's talk about this for a second um, while we're still here with this now this is kind of giving me the energy of what I was saying before right the, the the journey that brings about the character growth right that's necessary okay um, and also too with the the donut is the the things that like we kind of desire right it's like like, do we deserve it? Yes, you do. <laughs> right? Like, stop being so hard on yourself. Like, treat yourself. Do what's do what's right for you. And it's like, literally what's right for you. Not what you think is right for you because you've been influenced to think that this is something that you can do. Right? We also have the love here. That's pretty self-explanatory. And then it's the five-pointed star. I wish I had the... I wish I had Panic's book where he talks about the five-pointed star um, and also to the Baphomet. But you know what I do have is the um, Mariel Tarot deck, I mean guidebook that talks about the Baphomet. So let me, give me a second. I'll get it for you guys. Okay, so I found the page. Now, the five-pointed star, sometimes people connect that with um, the Baphomet. And so I'm going to read some of the things that... Um, was written by um, Marie White, okay, when she designed the Nine of Discs, which she um, depicts uh, the Baphomet on here. Okay, so it says here, in the Nine, we do know ourselves. We know every element of our being, the fire, the water, the air, and the earth, and it all comes together in a beautiful, natural order. This is all natural after all. The chakras are clear and aligned. The power runs up the spine and emerges from the head as we connect to the earth. We, as we connect the earth to the heavens, a serpentine kundalini with nine heads grow out of our own. We bring together the many layers of consciousness, the subconscious, conscious, superconscious, and unconscious, or any of the fine ways men have come to describe and delineate it. We integrate the selves into one powerful, intentional person. We don't discriminate between what is dark and what is light, what is eternal or incredibly fleeting. We know that we are on the living crest of an evolutionary wave that connects us to something ancient beyond words. Okay, um, let's see. This ram is both good I mean, this ram is both God and devil, our own self, exalted man and animal, able to reach heaven, ruler of the pit of hell, guardian of the temple, a symbol of the natural order and greatness of all things on earth and beyond, good or bad, together or separate, civilized or wild. As the lamb is one of the mildest of creatures, but the grown ram is fiery, warlike, and virile, a theme that runs through the entire suit of discs. 
it was very important to me that this card be a hermaphrodite, a male and female in one body, Hermes and Aphrodite. My original drawing was much more graphic, but Levi's Baphomet used the caduceus as a phallus, and so it is here too. This was to be a perfect blending of the male and female energies in a person regardless of your physical sex. In doing so, you were to become a great alchemist, creating spiritual gold, the child of your male and female aspects. This is the great alchemist, okay? Let me skip through because she kind of goes through each symbol and stuff like that. And then, okay, she goes, she talks about the emerald tablets. So let's see what she says here. So um, it seems appropriate here to enter the text of the emerald tablet, that ancient text written by Hermes on the nature of transmutation, the muse of the alchemist. So it says zero. When I entered into the cave, I received the tablet um, Zerati, which was inscribed from between the hands of Hermes, in which I described these words. So number one, true without falsehood, certain, most certain. Two, what is above is like what is below, and what is below is like that which is above, to make the miracle of the one thing. Number three, and as all things were made from contemplation of one, so all things were born from one adaptation. Number four, its father is the sun, its mother is the moon. Number five, the wind carried it in its wound, the earth nursed it from her breast. Number six, it is the father of all works of wonder in the world. Its power is complete. Number seven, if cast to earth, it will separate earth from the fire, the subtle from the gross. Number eight, with great capacity, it ascends from earth to heaven. Again, it descends to earth and takes back the power of the above and the below. Number nine, thus you will receive the glory of the distinctiveness of the world. All obscurity will fleet from you. Number ten, this is the whole most strong strength of all strength, for it overcomes all subtle things and penetrates all solid things. Number 11, thus was the world created. Number 12, from this comes marvelous adaptations, of which this is the procedure. Number 13, therefore I am called Hermes because I have three parts of the wisdom of the whole world. 14, and complete is what I had to say about the work of the sun. She also writes, in the nine of discs, it is perfect harmony of all the elements in the self. It's a complete manifestation of the amazing and powerful human being. Okay, uh, it says the God descended to earth, the, de the devil ascended to earth. The complete man is all his beautiful and horrible glory. So when it's in upright, all right, it says it's the attainment of goals. It's perfect union, it's uniting of of opposites, it's the reward, it's the completion of the work, it's the transmutation, transformation, and good chemistry. When it's um, in reverse, is the fear of oblivion, fear of success, fear of uh, dissolution, delay in completion, or emulsion, uh, emulsion, 
all of the elements are there. They just need more time for the work to be complete. So, you know, I hope this is, you know, kind of clear. I mean, I didn't want to read the whole thing, um, honestly, because, you know, it's a lot. And so and this is like the, you know, this is towards the end or whatever. So if you're still here, um, hopefully some of this kind of resonated you know what what it what it got for me is pretty much what we've been saying all along and pretty much is that it's about the journey really um the journey to self and so it's this energy of just being able to go on that journey and and just accept things for what it is because this is something that is necessary you know what i'm saying and uh yeah this nine of, and that's really interesting because remember we had the nine of discs, the nine of pentacles, and we were reading about the nine of discs. I didn't even see the connection there. So that literally just blew my mind. But, um, yeah, so I, there's no need, you know, this is my own personal opinion here. So take, take what you will, um, take it or leave it. This is giving me the vibes of where you're at really and truly is where you're meant to be. There's no need to change. There's no need to, to restructure. There's no need to um, detour or whatever the case may be. Even when you think you're doing it, you know, it, it all just realigns with what you're truly meant to do, you know. And so it is what it is at the end of the day. Um, but it really feels like this nine of discs is really truly where it's at um, ultimately. And... Um, really it's 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 all about like getting to know like getting confident and comfortable with yourself okay and where you're at and understanding you're the party you know what i'm saying you are the party you 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 you're the it factor <laughs> and this that's no if ands or buts about it okay and so uh yeah that is all that i have for you all aquarius out there I hope I was able to help you out in any way, shape, or form. Good luck to you all on your amazing journeys. Until next time.